0: Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.
1: It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Today focusing on a story which made waves recently. Female visitors to St Albans Correctional Centre are being forced to strip naked and endure what they say are humiliating internal searches for contraband. To comment on this story, we approached Correctional Services. Their spokesperson, Singabaka Nkumalo, joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today. Mr Nkumalo, thank you for joining us. What gave rise to these uh, procedures being instituted and when were they instituted? Good morning.
0: Very good morning and thank you for having us. Uh, As Correctional Services, uh, we have standard operating procedures which guides the work that we do and security is one key important aspect of our work. And uh, all the years we've been dealing with an increased volumes in terms of contrabands being smuggled into our facilities. And you look at central bands in particular, the issue of drugs has been in the main a uh, very problematic also cell phones and in this act we've caught members of the public trying to smuggle these items but we've also caught our own officials also involved in this smuggling act and what then happens when a member of the public is subjected to an extensive session there are many factors into this we are a security department From time to time, we do receive uh, intelligence reports or information which directing us that someone is likely to be coming bringing in drugs or other forms of contraband. And in most cases, we'll even be given a description of the person that will be coming. So, coming to an issue of an outcry where times females are subjected to this intensive session. Uh, In most cases, it's driven by the information that we've received. We do not subject any person to that intensive search, where we even have a nurse having to now even check that person or some parts of her body, uh, trying to see if this person is not hiding anything. We've had more than 34 people caught having hidden drugs in their private parts, and I'm talking about people where we've received information that beyond the lookout, someone will be bringing in drugs, will be wearing like this, like this, or this is a description of a person. Or when a person um, it will be acting in a way that is somehow suspicious, then that person will be subjected into intens- intensive searching. It is not like... Every person will then be called on the side and called a nurse to do a thorough search. But it is only in circumstances where one day suspicion, two we've received uh, intelligence information, and three when a person uh, when a person is acting otherwise, then and and, and and in those instances, it, indeed, we find people um, hiding things. It is something very disturbing because. People go beyond just hiding these things in their private parts. Someone would even bring an infant and try to hide the drugs in the diaper of the infant. And you can imagine how uncomfortable it is for officials to take that infant to say, we need to open the diaper because you know we already know that there's something being hidden there. So we just wish that the times our people... Can work with us and stop doing this thing. We see people, uh, we see there's an outcry but we want to assure everyone it is not like we wake up and decide that we want to search people living in areas where they are very uncomfortable but it's because of the reports that we've received and uh, we, we feel very successful in
1: preventing those items getting their way into our facilities. Now if someone comes along to visit a loved one they find themselves subject to these strip searches you find nothing. When they come along next time, are they likely to be searched again or will they have established a pattern of behaviour? Um, if, let's say, someone
0: uh, was searched and was found to be having something, that person gets arrested on the spot. We call a CPS. But if um, as a person has been profiled, there is extensive searching uh, conducted. What we do, we don't uh, target people. Because if let's say you visited a person now and you come back the following month, I think it would be difficult for officials to take note that uh, um, you were here even the previous month because of the volumes of people that come into our facilities. Unless you've been profiled, there is a reason why you've been profiled it's because of the information that uh, that that we have. But what we need to make it clear it is not like every. Uh, a person, especially females, that will come to our facility as, we'll a facility and will ask a nurse then to conduct a thoracic Why do we use a nurse? It's because we want to avoid the situation where you take someone who is um, a lay person when it comes to um, dealing with someone or, uh, or having to inspect a person in a very uh, private part, You do it's, it's, a, it's something that we take very seriously as a department. We cannot just take an official to do that. You need a, profession, a professional nurse to do that because you do not want to cause harm to that person. Hence, a professional person would be assigned that responsibility. But for us, what is disturbing is that it, this trend doesn't stop, we, we get more and more people hiding things in their private parts, which is very
1: disturbing. Mr Nkumala, I'm sure you'll concede it's an invasive search. Are you happy that it's done in a sensitive manner and that it's done in private?
0: It, it, it's a type of a searching that is not done in full chance of everyone. A person will be asked, there will be a specific room where a person will be taken to. And as I've said, it is not like a just a general trying to find. It is because of information received that be on the lookout and you'll then have a nurse in that space. This is done so that one, you do not humiliate that person that that person doesn't feel like um, he's being um, asked to do things, something which is out of the ordinary and the person first will be asked if to voluntarily you know uh, give us whatever that she's hiding in there and if the person is dead no unfortunately then the nurse will have to then proceed to uh, to search if indeed this person is not hiding anything and I've said uh, indeed we do find stuff hidden there
1: how long have these measures been introduced? When was it started, and what measures were previously um, put in place?
0: It, it's not like this is something new. It's something that is provided for in our procedures when we receive information that someone is hiding something or someone will be bringing something. It's the same as just like any other person where we receive information that, um, like even our officials, that someone would be bringing in drugs uh, hidden in a. Uh, food pack. And then, you know, and when, when we do that operation, we'll make it a point that we give that person a chance to, you know, to give us that thing first. If that person is refusing and then we'll take you to a, a secluded area where we will then conduct that session because we do not want people to feel that their rights have been violated. But also say respect our space, uh, respect yourself, avoid bringing in stuff that is not allowed and um, uh, unfortunately then you will get voices where people are saying people are being subjected to severe form of session but it's not everyone who's subjected to this it is people who will receive information that they're up to something
1: Mr Nkumalu, are men subjected to searches like this as well, is it both genders or just women? Uh, one of the things that uh, taken me in this career is to see the extent to which people will try to hide these things. You do find men who will have items removed
0: in the, in the part of the body that I cannot even disclose here. Uh, that they were uh, pushing a cell phone that did sure. They They were pushing a knife so deep. And unfortunately there has been um, if in severe cases where you find that now a person must be taken to a healthcare institution because of the damage that this person has suffered by trying to insert either a mobile phone or a knife yes. or a sharpened object and yes, we do have maids uh, who, you know, who, who will do such and and it's, uh, you, you then have to ask yourself but at what price why would you want to cause so much danger into your own body just because had bent on trying to smuggle in, a
1: contraband. So both genders visiting St Albans are subject to being stripped, uh, stripped naked and searched?
0: It is, uh, I wouldn't want to call it stripped naked search, but it is only um, um extensive searching on people that have been profiled or identified to be having something, because the, the reports that one uh, managed to see, it was then uh, portrayed as if people coming to visit are subjected to this to uh, an extensive form of searching. No, it's not everyone. It is people that have been profiled or people that, um, where we've received information that will be bringing something, that's when then we will go because it is not just in the body, but uh, even other items that people will be carrying. Find someone. Carrying in dekis and uh, in the soul of that dike, there's something hidden there because they've used it to whatever. So people try all creative means to hide, you know, these things. You'll have even like a two liter of uh, fizzy drink. Uh, the upper the upper part of it, it looks like uh, a fizzy drink, but the lower part of it is stagnant, is not even moving. Whereas you then, when you remove that label, you then find that it is uh, two uh, objects combined together, and uh, and and the bottom part is having uh, maybe traps or other things. So people lose all forms of creative means to do this. Hence, who have to be a step high at all times. But unfortunately, uh, you do find some of these things you know, being smuggled in smuggled things in.
1: Mr Nkumala, you are aware that institutions such as the Human Rights Institute of South Africa have slammed these invasive searches. Any comment from the department on that?
0: We always invite and, uh, institutions to come and look at our work,
1: and many of them
0: have been into our space, and we've also explained, uh, saying that in the people that have been, that have been subjected to this, to this intensive searching Indeed, were found to be hiding something, and uh, unfortunately, those are numbers that you do not see anywhere. Those are cases that are not being reported. Uh, You then have to wonder: all you hear that no people have been abused and and subjected to the worst form of body searches. But we are saying, no, we cannot allow these items to be smuggled in just because someone has managed to hide this thing in her private part. We can we, we we cannot do that. We therefore need an nurse, and we're saying we do not just take any official to do that type of, of a session. It's a, it's something that now requires that even in our part we go we go an extra mile in saying we have to remove this item,
1: get someone competent in that space to conduct that. Should any visitor feel violated or humiliated or degraded by what they've endured? Is there a procedure to be followed where they can lay a complaint or uh, engage with the department to try and resolve the issue?
0: Um, if a person will be informed first. We do not just call a person on the side and say, eh, please do this, remove your clothes." No, we will inform to say, one we've saved reports that you are carrying in something, you are free to give it to us or otherwise. To be subjected to a searching exercise which is mandatory for every person coming to our facility and if a person says no I don't want to do that then that person is more than free to go back We will not force a person to uh, will not force to search a person when a person says no I'm even willing to go back because we when we have received information that someone is hiding something and indeed you do find something and uh, if a person says no I don't want to be subjected to
2: a searching exercise, unfortunately you cannot give access
1: to that person. So that person will not be able to visit their loved one then. What I'm asking though is if they feel, if they go through the procedure and they feel it has been a humiliating experience and uh, they maybe feel they're being victimised, is there any uh, system available to them where they can uh, lodge an objection and try and make sure they don't go through that in future but are still able to visit their loved one, is that available?
2: we we have made it very clear that if you are not compatible with a session
0: exercise we cannot give you access and uh, it's a risk that you are not willing to take where we've received information that indeed someone is carrying something and the person says no i think i think you're violating me therefore i do not want you to session me and unfortunately we have to leave our facility because the danger that these contrabands are causing it's, uh, it's, it's far more graver than what most people think because with these cell phones, kids are being ordered on people. With these drugs, there's a lot of defined trade happening in there, and you find all disturbing things. Therefore, you can't rehabilitate people when they're high on drugs. So, as a department, we are very clear to say we are not compromise when it comes to security. You either um, uh, follow the procedures or you leave our facility, or you can get someone else then to, you know, or or, or maybe to to come if if you feel that you are not comfortable with being searched, but as a department, when you receive information that indeed there is something untoward or uh, something strange that this person could be up to, we have to conduct that data searching exercise.
1: We really do appreciate your time joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today, Mr. Nkumalo, Sengabako Nkumalo, spokesperson for Correctional Services. Appreciate your time, sir, and we'll catch up again soon. Have a good day. Catching up now with one of the visitors to St. Albans Prison, Geraldine, you've been visiting a relative who's an inmate at St. Albans Prison for how long now?
2: Um, I've been visiting Mr. Morne Blachner, who is actually a friend of mine's father, for about three years now that I've been going with her to go and visit her father.
1: Now, recently, search procedures of visitors appear to have changed and they've become a lot more um, invasive. When did this change take place? And uh, talk us through the procedure. How is it managed?
2: Okay, well, on on the 12th of November, I received a very upsetting message from my friend who went to visit her father, saying that they've changed the searching procedures. They ask you, you must lift up your top, pull your pants and your underwear down, then stand in a squat position so that they can investigate your private parts to see if you are uh, hiding any contrabands smuggling contrabands.
1: Is this done in full view of other people or is it done privately in a separate room by a nurse?
2: No, it's not done privately in a separate room. It's like a little walkie thingy. uh, In the the very first uh, search unit, there is no door that closes. There is no um, curtain that you can close. So the people can actually peer around the corner and see what they are doing. It's like a little cubicle.
1: And you weren't given any advance notification of this happening? No, you only discovered this upon arriving at St Albans?
2: Upon arriving at St Albans, yes. So um, she was very upset. Her mom was with her and her mom said to her, it's fine, if you don't want to do it, I'll go through it so we can get your father uh, um, whatever he needs inside because they are allowed to buy things from a shop. And so her mother went through that searching procedures three times. You get searched three times on your way to the maximum facility at St Albans. And they told her when she refused, then you can turn around and you can walk home. She was very upset because there was a little girl um that got searched in exactly the same way.
1: Now I'm guessing that and I'm guessing Geraldine, that uh, representations were made uh, to prison authorities or correctional service authorities objecting to this sort of searching. What was the reaction? Yes.
2: Well, I advised my friend, send the head of centre. You've got her personal number. They provide it when you ask for it. So go through this channel and, and just send her a message. Um Management, you contact management first, tell her that this is what happened to you and you are not satisfied with this. Um, and you will take this further because it's against the law. A normal procedure is a patting down on a clothed body. So the head of center just sent her a message back saying, note it, ma'am. That was it.
1: Has legal advice been taken? Is this in fact legal? The correctional services say that it is in keeping with their policies and procedures and I'm presuming has been uh, checked by legal. What has your legal advice been?
2: No, it's not legal. Legal searching procedure and we have spoken to people very high up. Um, I did an interview on Monday with them and the legal procedure coming from people that is in order to give me that legal advice, they are high up in the government, told me that the normal searching procedure is pat down on your clothed body. They are not allowed to search you like that. When they do have actually a suspicion that you, they are suspecting you might hide something, they are supposed to take you to the clinic And if the doctor is not on duty, the nurse that's on duty should get authorization from the doctor to search you. But they are not allowed to search inside your private parts because whatever you are hiding will obviously be sticking out. So they just have to ask you to undress your pants, open your legs so that they can see if you are hiding anything. The people at St. Albans that searches you, It's just, they are members. They are called members. They are not authorized to search anyone like that. They are not nurses.
1: That's not the information that we've got from correctional services, so that's a point worth checking out. Can I ask, going forward, how are you and your friend going to proceed? Because I presume if you don't submit to the searches, then you can't visit your friend or your loved one. Going forward, how are you going to proceed? Will you submit to the searches? Will you carry on visiting? Or are you going to be taking legal advice on the matter? Uh,
2: Well, I went actually the weekend after her on the 18th Firstly, they gave me the wrong reference number. I made a booking. They gave me a reference number. When I got there, she said to me, "Um, there is no such reference number because they work according to the alphabet. And according to the alphabet, I was at at Z and they were busy with L. So, firstly, I was given the wrong um, reference number. Secondly, his name was not even put on the visitors list for a visit that day. So we thought it would it would only be that one weekend. She already went to the newspapers; it appeared in the Herald, in the Weekend Post, everywhere. And she told me when I got to the searching point, she told me please take down your pants and your underwear so that I can search inside your privates if you are hiding any contraband and I said to her there's no way that you are touching me nobody touches me in such a way that invites it invades my privacy mm. she said to me you can turn around and you can go home I said to her well I'll do it with pleasure I turned around I came to the police station because Um, I got advice that I can go and lay a charge at the police station. Police refused to help me. They said it's a matter for the lawyers. We actually spoke to the government, people called the JICs. They investigate um, and they inspect correctional services. And they are not very happy with the way that we were searched. They are the ones that is giving us the, the legal advice and saying that this is against the law this whole procedure was slammed by the um, the personal uh, what you call it
1: well I know, I know there's been opposition from i know there's been opposition from the human rights institute
2: Yes, the Human Rights Institute slammed it. Um, Kathy Corimoka, she is the, the gender campaign and advocacy, advocacy officer. And she said it's against the law. It invades your privacy.
1: Will you be taking legal it's action then if it is against the law?
2: Yes, we will be taking this matter further with the Jix people. And unfortunately, we won't be visiting until this stops. I also notified management and all she sent to me was, uh, I beg your pardon, but who am I speaking to? That was her reply.
1: All right, going forward, we will follow the story with interest. When you refer to JICS, uh, how do you spell that? What is it an acronym for?
2: It is the Justicial... Inspectorate of Correctional Services. J I C S. Yes.
1: I understand. Final question for you before we go, Geraldine. All the yes. complaints we've heard so far have come from uh, females, from women. Do you know if male yes. visitors to St Albans are also stripped naked and searched?
2: No, they are not. They are just being searched normally, sat down on a closed body, like they used to do with us with all of us in the the past.
1: All right. As we head into 16 days of activism against gender-based violence and violence against minors, this is definitely sending the wrong signal and it's a story we will follow with interest. Geraldine, thank you for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines today.
2: It's a pleasure.
0: That was today's edition of Behind the Herald
2: Headlines with Darren Mann.